Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kais, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Coming up, this is this is pretty cool, guys. We have got the team winner of the KCBS well, Barbecue Team of the Year. Doesn't get any bigger than this, No, does it, it doesn't. This is really cool. Brad Leiniger, um, he's got his Gettin' Basted Barbecue Team, and you can check it out at gettin'basted.com, uh, and we're going to have him on later in the show. Looking forward to that. Also, this is this is November, Thanksgiving, just around the corner. We're going to be talking to Andy about um, turkeys, more about making turkeys. Uh, this is... Dave, we really got to talk turkey. We got to talk turkey. And, you know, these are the kind of shows, I know it sounds silly, but if you got a pen and paper, you actually want to sit there with a pen and paper and write down whatever Andy's going to tell you. I'm telling you right now, because it'll make you, because I think turkeys are intimidating. And so you you help to make it less intimidating. Turkey is hard. So it, we'll it get, is. It, it's, it's one of the tougher things to cook. It, it really is, is. It is. And speaking of Thanksgiving, so the insider.com. That's insider.com came up with the top 12 side dishes for Thanksgiving. And I wrote down the top eight and we're going to play a new game show that I've invented. Well, that sounds interesting. Barbecue Radio Nation Feud. <laughs> and it's between you two, T-Bone and Andy. So what we're going to do, uh, we'll, we're going to do a little different than the show. Um, and by the way, add the sound effects for the show later if you would there, T-Bone. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to, kidding. So we're, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys one of the, what's one of the top eight side dishes for Thanksgiving. Okay. Something, I need a buzzer. Something, don't, we don't have buzzers. Well, I'm going to make it easier. <laughs> I know. I thought about that too. So we're going to make it easy. So you just have whatever you see, what, just picture that table and what's on there. Okay. Turkey doesn't count, of course, because we're just talking side dishes. So um, you get a point for each one. There's a total of eight points. Two of these, I think you guys will have a difficult time with. So I think six of them you guys will get. So I'm going to go ahead and just start with Andy. I'm going to be nice. Sorry, T-Bone. Uh, Andy, give me something that's on a top 10 side dish or top eight side dish from Insider.com. Go ahead. Definitely mashed potatoes. That's an easy one. T-Bone, what do you got for us? Stuffy. Okay, those, those, are, those are like the top two easy, and they were the top two. All right, Andy, back to you. Green bean casserole. Oh. Yes. And you got to have the onion rings on it. That's right. You, you got to have the little have crispy it. onions on oh, top. Oh, there's just nothing. That's so good. You know what? Three of these are going to be hard now that I'm reading it. Uh, T-Bone? Uh, some sort of cranberry side. Yep. Cranberry sauce. Very good. All right. You guys are four for four. Andy? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potato souffle. Number seven. Like there we go. Number seven. Is, it, is that the same as candied yams? Uh, that's not on there, but I, so that won't count. So, so that, that is candied yams. Yeah, yes. we'll go. Yeah, this is going to get diff- more okay, difficult now, now. Now it just got difficult. It does, because there's three left, and they're, none of them are easy. And number three, I would have never guessed is number three. Uh, my are, favorite. Okay. Bourbon and Coke. <laughs> let, me, let me look here. 
Oh, in the T-Bone household, yeah, it's right there. It's number it's number two, actually. <laughs> number two on the right list. Right behind mashed potatoes. You, you got one? Can you think of one? <laughs> Creamed spinach. That's a good one. It might have been in the top 12. Didn't make the top eight. Oh. T-Bone? Oh, gosh. I'm just... Go, uh, These are hard. So I, I was thinking green beans, but green bean yeah. casserole certainly yeah, yeah, would you, count you for that. With that. Um, I get hungry when I hear about green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's good. Uh... No, I don't have one. Andy? I'd say some kind of mushroom dish. Like, ooh, I would put the mushroom in the green bean casserole. By the way, yeah, you can definitely do that. But like, sometimes you'll have like a sautéed mushroom or a red wine braised yeah. mushroom. Let's see, um, see, Andy being the barbecue expert comes. I mean, T Bone and I are going like uh, McRib. Uh, is McRib on there? How about how about cream corn? Ooh, that shit! I bet you that was in the top twelve, not in the top eight. That's a very good guess. T Bone, oh, you, you had a moment. No, well, if it's not creamed corn, corn corn, <laughs> no, <laughs> it can be corn, any kind of corn. no corn is on there. Uh, the Indians call it maize. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, I'm going to give you number eight because you guys will never get this, and you're going to go seriously. Brussels sprouts. Oh, mm-hmm. that I was just going to say Brussels sprouts. I, I was going Brussels there. sprouts. Okay, so we got number three and number four. As we're playing the Barbecue Radio Nation feud, it's open to anybody. We haven't hit the top uh, top three, number three. No, number three you've not gotten, which is, you, which I would have never gotten number three. I would have never. But okay, okay, I'll give you a hint. Think of me and think of what I've been having lately as barbecue side dish. Baked beans. No, good. To, I'm glad you're listening to the show. I, uh, <laughs> I've been on a crave for a while. Oh, it was well, grilled cheese. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese is mac number three. Cheese. Thank you very it's much. It's tied up. All right. Now this one you're never gonna. I already got Brussels sprouts, so I could take that. Okay, so yeah, it is tied up. This one you're never gonna get, and yet when I say it, you go, oh. Think, well, think, come on. Think outside of the box. Think outside of the box. Outside of the box. Come on. You guys were on such a roll. Uh, Come on. Think of something. Fish. <laughs> that, that's outside of the box. No, you know, when we started, you were on such a roll. Come on. Like think of something. Spiced apples. I don't know. Spiced apple. That would be a good one. No, it's not a dessert. It's not a dessert. Something you'd have during the dinner. Everybody loves them. God, you guys were in such a good role in the beginning, and now you're just fading on me. What's the deal? Yeah, be Steve Harvey. Come on. Just give us the... I just kept saying roll. You were on a roll. Rolls. Oh, well, that's Rolls. not a side Rolls. dish. That's bread. <laughs> Bread's not Rolls. a side dish. Not not a side. Number four. Number four. Uh, yeah. I agree okay. with Andy. That's Fair not enough. a side. Contactinsider.com and <laughs> argue with them. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I love Thanksgiving. I love eating it. Eating, eating, eating. All right, time now for Ask Andy, sponsored by our November Barbecue Sauce of the Month. And in honor of Veterans Day, which, by the way, is coming up Thursday, November 11th, we're going to have Bravo Bravo Q KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce, 16 ounces, only $7.99. T-Bone, you and I sampled this last year. I got some in the fridge still. This is good. I had the uh, pleasure of helping launch that. See, I was going to say, didn't you yes. have something to do with that, Andy? When, when uh, they were at Veterans Community Project launching the sauce, I got to do some cooking and demo for that. And, you know, it's always an honor to be out with yes. a group of veterans working with them. But uh, the really cool thing about that sauce is, is that all of the proceeds from the sale of it go to uh, Veterans Project. Yep. So. You, there's there's nothing that gets left back. 
So be sure to get that. You can purchase that at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. T-Bone, what do you got for a question? From Gene Johnson in Arkansas. Andy, I've heard of people putting a pan of water underneath the meat in the smoker. Mm-hmm. Is that a positive or negative effect? And how's that work? So that pan of water that somebody puts in their pit, the theory is is that it's going to add moisture to the chamber and keep your meat nice and moist. If you're cooking with any wood-type fuel source, so pellets, charcoal, hardwood, you don't need to do that because you're going to have moisture from the wood go into the pit. If you're cooking with propane or electric, those are dry heat sources. So then you do want to use a water bath to help add some moisture to the chamber. So if you've got one of those master-built electric smokers that uh, you pick up at Sam's Club or someplace like that, or you grab uh, a little electric smoker, those are what you want to have to uh, use that water pan with. If you're using a wood-fired pitch, you don't need that. A water bath. Have you heard that term, T-Bone? Yes. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, but I, I've, I've never, I know of the pan thing, but I never heard it called a water bath before. And I did know that the different sources of, of heat would make a difference yeah, would, on whether you use it or not. Any of, even charcoal still has moisture in it. So you don't oh. need to add moisture when you're cooking with it. Very nice, very nice. Well, so I guess there's not that much water in that pan. <laughs> no, no, quarter inch. So we're going to give you a Bravo Bravo Q KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce, 16 ounces, only $7.99. Yes, it goes to get the veterans, uh, give them small homes, which is very, very cool. And you can learn more at the Veterans Community Project. And you can get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Brad Leininger, getting based at barbecue teams up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667 Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNation.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kias, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman, and we're very honored to have... Well, he's the man. He is the man. It's gettingbasted.com uh, barbecue. They're the number one point getter in the 2021 KCBS competition. Uh, they also won down in Jack Daniels. They've actually won two in a row, three of the last four. He is the Tom Brady of barbecue. Welcome, Brad Leininger, to the show. Brad, welcome back to the show. How you doing, buddy? 
I'm doing good. Yeah, you put a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> well, you did it yourself, man. You did it with yourself with all that success. You know, you, uh, you might want to just move down to Tampa and just, you know, hold up there. <laughs> yeah, because I can retire to Florida. It might be about time. I think uh, I think Darren bought a house down there, so maybe we can uh, move to yeah, the senior circuit or something. Down there. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's a grind, right? How many comps did you cook this year? How long? And you still got... You said World Foods is coming up and I, you got the KCBS World Invitational. I mean, it's it's not over coming into the into the season. Yeah. But how, how what's the grind been like, man? Uh, yeah, I did 39 this year. Wow. So, uh, you know, it's a, a, a lot of events, not uh, as many as I have done in years past. Uh, but no, it's it's just, you know, when you're chasing points. It's, it's just every week is pressure packed because you can't take a week off. You know, Joe Pierce from slaps is, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy I was chasing and you know, he's not going to miss. So uh, <laughs> we, we, I had it wrapped up last weekend and it was the first time I probably cooked at a contest that I didn't have any pressure. And, you know, it's probably been 18 months. So it was actually nice. It was fun. And, and I got to try some new stuff that I've been wanting to try. So and you time. guys have, it's been two years that you guys have been neck and neck, right? I mean, it, it's kind of fun to do that though, too. Oh yeah. And I love Joe, man. He's a great guy. And, and he and I have hit every small town Mexican restaurant that there is. To hit, so <laughs> we need to do a deal. So I spend a lot of time, you know, I spend more time probably with Joe than I do my wife. So, you know, we've been cross, crisscrossing the country for the last year and a half point chasing. And uh, yeah, man, he's a heck of a competitor and, and he's become a good friend. Is that a lot of margaritas or a lot of beers when you go to the Mexican restaurant? <laughs> you know, neither one of us drink very much, to be honest with you. We're kind of there uh, um, working, you know, you know, we joke we're, a lot about spending a lot of money. We, we joke a lot about the barbecue people drinking a lot. But I think if you're working that hard, you can't really drink that much. Can you or can you if you're a younger no, man? I mean, maybe, I, maybe, you know, I used to drink more than I do, you know, <laughs> do now. But I mean, you know, it is, you know, we're spending a lot of money and, and you know, you've got all your goals and everything else on the line. So uh, both of us take it pretty seriously. I mean, we we like to come in with, to it with a clear head and, and you know, get, just just kind of keep things unaltered, so to speak, when we're cooking. So. Not a lot of margaritas. What is the uh, the the plan now? So you got through the last contest, and you didn't need to do anything at BBQ to win, right? You'd already mathematically kind of taken it out. Yeah, so, it, it, everything was just categories. Is the only thing that was online last weekend. So I did not need to do anything other than other people not win certain things for me to win. And I ended up getting chicken and brisket as well. Yeah, so it ended up being a pretty good weekend for me. Yeah, don't what what's the what's the nickname? Beefy Jesus. <laughs> Beef Jesus, yeah, that's right. That's, I think that's for my uh, propensity for uh, uh, you know flip flop footwear. I think it's uh, it's got that. So. so then, World Foods is coming up. What what's the plan there? Are you doing anything other than the barbecue with that? No, we're going to do, you know, they have two different contests, and yep. it's, it's going to be kind of fun because neither one of them are KCBS. So it's kind of an opportunity to step out and do a little different style of barbecue. So we're doing CBA, which is, you know, Fred Robles from Rio Valley meat down there in Texas kind of, kind of started this. So we get to do, you know, half chickens and a little more Texas brisket, do a few things that we don't normally do. And then the other one is kind of the world foods proprietary scoring system, you know, their eat scoring system, which puts a little more focus on uh, presentation. So, you know, you've got a big presentation platter and you, you turn it in. So, so I'm looking forward to it because it, you know, I do thing every weekend pretty much you know with kcbs so anytime i get to step out of the box and shake things up a little bit uh i always enjoy it look forward to it 
Let me ask you, with all the competition you do, and I know you don't want to give any way any trade secrets, but personally, oh, I don't have any secrets. <laughs> personally, Brad, what do you think overall is your your your, your best one that you do like that, you know between the chicken and the brisket and so forth and so on? What do you think is like your number one out of all those? Well, I mean, it kind of rotates, you know, but I mean, I, I feel that in order to be successful in KCBS, you have to, you have to be strong at the big meats. Mm-hmm. So I think over the last few years, you know, pork has definitely been, you know, as far as, you know, we won Memphis in May this year with pork shoulder, you know, we did, we've done well to Jack, you know, I got a 180 at the Royal this year with, with, with pork. So pork has been the one that, that I think kind of carries me and, and, and brisket as well. So I think the two big meats are, are my two strongest and, and that helps you win contests. Yeah, absolutely. That usually you can tell rolling into brisket, you know, if you're if you get a solid brisket call, that's that locks it up. It does. And if you can get a first year, a lot of times it falls off a little bit, you know, from you know, from first place brisket. So if you can get like a one eighty or get a really high score brisket, a lot of times you can get put several points up on the field. So when you're doing pork, and if you don't mind, back it up a little bit for for the backyard person, and not not what you're doing. We got about three minutes left in this segment, Brad. But you got any pointers for the backyard guy and gal uh, who's doing pork? Because uh, you, you know everybody thinks about brisket and ribs and all that, but just in general doing pork. Is there anything in particular that you think uh, would help the backyard barbecuer? Well, I mean, if if you get into a, a pork butt, I think the key thing to think about is, you know, you kind of think of it as one muscle, but there's actually several different muscles in there. And, and really, I think when I really first started understanding pork is when I took a knife and just broke out those muscles. And they cook differently, they taste differently, and, they, and, and, and they're done at different times. So I think just taking the time to kind of understand that the muscle that you're cooking is actually several different cuts of meats and types of meat in the pork butt, I think that'll help you be a good, you know, better cook. But the cool thing about pork is, man, if you're just going to pull it, just get it done. And, and it's very forgiving because it's such a, you know, a fatty and, and it's got a lot of connected tissue and a flavorful piece of meat. So pork is really a, a good piece to learn how to barbecue with. Yeah, so... Two minutes left, and it's interesting you're talking about the pork because the boxes have gotten much more uh, involved in in the last few years because of that too, right? So it's not just the money muscle anymore pulled. You've got all the different stuff with the little bacon, and you've got the horn, and you've got all the different tubes. And every I've seen so many different box presentations in the last couple of years that I've never hadn't really seen before. So that I mean that's definitely you're seeing people really take advantage. Of, of all the different muscles and how they cook differently to give you that different texture in the box. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a diverse, you know, it's a diverse muscle and uh, or cut of meat and uh, you, you can really get creative with it. And, and people have been, you know, over the last few years, I think. So it's not just, not just the money muscle anymore. How important is your rub when you're dealing with pork? Oh, I mean, you know, it's all important. I mean, there's several good rubs, uh, you know, just something that's that, that's got, you know, salt and got got a little bit of heat on it, a little bit of a uh, little bit of sugar, you know, and you put it on there. By the time you cook it and you wrap it and, and you come back and put sauce on it, you know, I don't feel it's the most important thing. As long as you're using something that is balanced and mm-hmm. tastes good, I think you're going to be OK. So, I mean, it is important. You don't want to put something that doesn't taste good or, <laughs> or, or that's out of balance on your meat. But right. as long as you find something that you like and you put it on there, it's, it, it's going to end up just fine. A little pork. cinnamon pork this week. That's what you hey, can man. have. <laughs> I mean, we run a little bit of that uh, raspberry chipotle. It's got a little oh, cinnamon yeah. flavor on it on pork. And actually, cinnamon is not, a, not you know, you, you never want, 
in competition barbecue to stand out and the judges to be able to pick out, you know, oh man, that's cinnamon. Right. But a little bit of cinnamon flavor in there when it's balanced isn't a bad thing. Very nice. We're talking with Brad Leininger. He's got Getting Basted. He's got the restaurants. He's got his GettingBasted.com. And you can also check out BBQ. Uh, yeah, that's right. BBQLeague.com. That's BBQLeague.com. We'll be back, back with Brad Leininger right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with our producer, T-Bone, co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Gronerman, and we've got with us today a returning guest, Brad Leininger, who has just been killing it lately. He's got his getting basted restaurants, Branson, Springfield, Nixa, and the KCBS competition. He's won two in a row, three out of the last four. He's won at Jack Daniels. He is the Tiger Woods of barbecue. <laughs> Sorry, I've been working on that for days. Tom Brady, Tom Brady the there he goes. Now Tiger Woods. You're you're covering it all, Dave. He, he, he is the Wayne Gretzky of barbecue. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. run out of him after a while. <laughs> you know, I just uh, the only difference is barbecue just doesn't, doesn't pay quite as well. As <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the the Nike uh, sponsorship <laughs> hasn't shown up for barbecue yeah, I'm yet. St- I'm still I'm still waiting on it. Waiting on it so. <laughs> so, Brad, the 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 restaurants I, I know are doing well. Uh, and, and obviously getting the notoriety that you get out competing week in and week out doesn't hurt that at all. But in general, like the restaurant industry right now, you got four restaurants. What, what's that looking like? Like how hard is it right now uh, to make that fly? Well, it's, you know, it's an extremely difficult time to be in the restaurant industry right now. Um, you know, starting off with the COVID shutdowns and, and then coming out of that and then, then you know, we kind of get our business going back up and, and our sales are fantastic. But now you start dealing with uh, some of the supply chain issues that everybody's been hearing about and, and, and inflation and the cost of good, you know, the cost of meat in most cases have more than doubled. Uh, you know, since the beginning of COVID. So, so just dealing with that and, and, and trying not to price your customers out. And then on top of that, there's labor shortages, which I'm sure everybody's seen the, the help wanted signs everywhere. So it's just, it's really challenging. The sales are there. The sales have never been better, but it's really hard to, to turn a profit uh, off those sales. So, I mean, it's, it's something that we're having almost daily meetings about, you know, about, about, about costs and about supplies and even just getting supplies. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of our business switched to to go and it's hard to get to go boxes now. It's, oh, it's wow. not, you I never know, thought it's hard of that. to get consistency <laughs> and everything else. So it's just, you know, I, you know, paper goods used to be, uh, uh, you know, like two, 3% of our, of our costs and that's jumped up to six, 7% of our costs. So that eats in the profit along with everything else. So it's just, you know, it, it, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, sing a sob story. Our sales are fantastic. Yeah, our, our restaurants are busy, you know, we're doing well, but it is definitely, uh, definitely a challenge to, to figure out how to price things, you know, keep people happy in the restaurant and, and keep the place staffed. And I've even seen some, some places have actually switched out 
product, right? So instead of brisket, maybe they're doing chuck and they're doing like a pulled chuck or something because the brisket prices have gotten so high uh, or, yeah. or supplies gotten lean because like you were saying, you, labor is an issue and trucks aren't bringing the product. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to get creative, right? And, and the cool thing is, and 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 I know, you know, you, you've got some relationships with Creekstone and, and I, you know, I've got some relationships with, with, with other, you know, Prairie Fresh and with Snake River Farms. And the cool thing is, is that allows me to kind of be at front of the line to get products and they make sure, you know, just for my relationships from competition barbecue, they make sure that I'm taken care of on the restaurant side. And that's actually been a very big positive, uh, you know, trying to do business in this environment is, is the relationships that I've been able to maintain uh, because of competition barbecue with some of those big producers. Well, Brad, I got to ask you a question. So let's say five years ago, somebody was to say to you in 2021, your sales are going to be this. Would you have been thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get a lake house or something until you actually deal with it? And then, like you said, with the labor, the high cost of everything, have you had to shift gears a little bit as a restaurateur? Oh, no doubt. I mean, you, you've got to figure out, you know, how, how to turn money, how, how to bring in more profitable items, you know, and, and what items do you take off the menu? Just like mm. Andy was saying, you know, do you, do you pull bread? I mean, how do you be a barbecue restaurant and pull ribs or brisket off the menu? Right. So, you, you know, I, you don't want to do that. So you gotta, you gotta raise the price up. I mean, there, there are times where every time you're selling a plate of, of, of brisket, you're losing money. And so, you know, you've never sold more of it, but you really want to stop because it's, it's not profitable. <laughs> yeah. wow. So it, it just gets to be tough and, and it really is. I mean, and it's, uh, um, you know, hopefully things will normalize and, and we're building our business, building our reputation. And then, you know, we can get back to the, you know, if there ever were the good old days, but, uh, you know, right now it is, it's a challenge and, and, uh, just takes, you know, I've got a good, I got a good team. I got good, good business partners and a good staff. And it, it takes all of us thinking about it to make things go. And the good thing, to hear out of that conversation is that the top line side of the business, the sales are up and they're as good as they've ever been, which means people are back out and, and doing what they need to do. Uh, and like you said, I think eventually the rest of those pieces are going to come together and, and go all right. So that's good to hear. So talk to me about the barbecue league and the barbecue league.com. So you're doing some really cool stuff there. It looks like there's a lot of education. Folks can subscribe and, and, and learn. Uh, tell me kind of what the impetus for that was and, and where that's headed. Well, so we really wanted to make a, a service where people can look behind you know, kind of behind the, the mirror and see what's going on in the world of competition, barbecue and backyard barbecue, you know, yeah, people come out to an event and, and a lot of times they may get there on a Saturday afternoon and everybody's kind of tearing down and nobody's talking to them. And, and, and really secrecy is kind of ruled in, in competition barbecue. So, you know, Tim Shear from, from shake and bake blues hall gateway drums, you know, and I got together and we're like, look, man, we're not doing ourselves any favors. You know, we have got to let people in on what we do every weekend. Otherwise, why is anybody going to care? And so the barbecue league came out of that, you know, we put a small subscription fee on that just because we need to fund the content and that's the intent of, of the subscription fee. So every, every, you know, we're not, we're not trying to make money. This is really a pure marketing play for us. You know, we're trying to market ourselves, market our products and, and get information and get people excited about cooking barbecue and about, you know, specifically the type of barbecue we do, which is, which is competition focused. So we've got our tell all recipes on there and, 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 you know, these competition classes can cost, 
cost upwards of a thousand dollars or as high as fifteen hundred. And, and Tim and I are both won world championships, and, and we give you our recipes, and it's it's a hundred bucks a year. So somebody that's looking to get into competition barbecue or looking just to elevate their backyard game can can log into this and we've got new content that comes out every week and and they can really get you know unprecedented behind the scenes coverage and you're bringing of, in content from other pit masters other parts of the country as well absolutely. so yeah, I, absolutely we've got a group of people that, that that help us out and 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 you know d- different different sanctioning bodies it's not just kcbs and again it's not just competition so how does a lot of backyard stuff too so how does somebody actually get to sign up for that what's the what's the process uh, if you go to the BBQ league.com, uh, you can go on there and we've got a monthly option, uh, you know, which I believe is eight ninety nine, And then we've got just a, a yearly subscription, which is a hundred bucks. So if you go to that, you can, you can look, see everything you get with that. We've got a lot of different discounts. We've got a lot of different content. We do live feeds from contests. We've got a piece of content. I don't know if either one of you guys are members, but, uh, it's from Memphis in May. So we had a camera crew that followed us up through our whole cook cooking, you know, whole pork shoulders at Memphis and May. We've got our presentations live on film, everything. I mean, it's unprecedented content. I've never seen anything like it. And we ended up actually having happening to win uh, pork shoulders. So we've got from start to finish that whole thing. And it's three videos on there. I mean, that right there is probably oh, that's awesome. the most entertaining pieces of barbecue, uh, you know, and, and, you know, since Pitmasters anyway, I think, I mean, you go in there and you can really, really see behind the scenes of what these competitions are like. So it's, you know, you get in there, you can check it out you get everything that you get. You know, if you do the hundred bucks that, that includes all the tell all videos, everything that we've got. And, and again, we'll be doing some live coverage where we go inside of people's trailers here coming from the uh, KCBS invitational here in a couple of weeks. So if you get in, you'll be able to check that out on uh, Friday and, and Sunday. And uh, it's just a lot of fun, you know, and, and, and we're just trying to bring, uh, as much content as we can uh, and, and let people inside a little bit of what we do and what we love. That sounds so good. And, you know, that's one of the things about this show is that we love is sharing people like you and Andy having an expert on on hand to, to help people become a better backyard bar- barbecue. And once again, that's the BBQ league.com, correct? That's correct. Yeah. The BBQ Be sure and check that out. I wanted to talk to you about the blackout sandwich, but we're out of time. But the next time we have <laughs> you back, Brad, I'm talking. I want to talk about that blackout sandwich because that thing looks de- delicious. Of course, Brad Leininger has been our guest. He's got gettingbasted.com. If you're down in Springfield or uh, Branson or Nixon, Missouri, go check it out. And we're talking with Andy next about Thanksgiving turkey. Yep, we're talking turkeys up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got both commercial and residential now, oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to Max 96.7 FM WCXO in Carlisle, Illinois. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. And this week, the Kansas City Barbecue store product spotlight which by the way you can get at the kansas city bbq store.com all right andy Mandy was making fun of me because I told him ahead of time what this is going to be. But I was thinking about turkeys. You know, this is this is Thanksgiving month and turkeys. So I came up with also the cheapest gift, by the way, <laughs> probably on the KansasCityBBQStore.com. It's an 11-inch. Oh, oh, yeah. Give this away as a gift and you will get you, your you know, if, you know who your secret Santa is, <laughs> is that, uh, if you get this one. Okay. Here's, th- a, here's a good one to give to the wives, guys. Think, think about, you, you know, you got a little kid, six years old. They're on a budget, you know, and you want to get something for dad or mom who who does the barbecuing or or turkey in 11 inch heavy duty nylon baster 3.99 and you know what you really do need one of those oh okay now now you really do no yeah we were just i was just giving you a hard time but now those are good for turkeys what else can you use a baster for well, I mean, anything that you're put that you're roasting in a pan, you okay. can get those juices and use mm-hmm. that to help, you know, back baste all of your juices over your meat, veg, whatever you're using. You so. got the little rubber bulb at the yeah. end for squeezing. Three ninety nine. Can now now? Okay, go ahead, T Bone. I'm thinking we get a bunch of these, put our logo on them, and we give those away instead Ooh. of that'd be cheaper than giving away sauce Ooh. for the <laughs> for the Ask Andy. See, see, T Bone being in charge of the marketing department, he's thinking ahead there. There we go. What can we do that's cheap and uh, get our name on it? Uh, now let me ask you this. Okay, now here's a really dumb question though. Can can you only use it one time because it gets all that stuff in there? There's not really a good way to clean that, is there? Oh yeah. Oh, you Dis- can dishwasher safe. Oh yeah, right. Stick it right in the uh, top rack. Well, in my house, you're looking at the dishwasher. Oh my gosh, so. my mother had the same one for like sixty years. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, it tastes like chicken. So anyway, it's the 11 inch heavy duty nylon baser, three ninety nine, which you can get at the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. And speaking of basters and speaking of turkey, uh, we're leading everybody up into Thanksgiving. And by the way, some of this is carryover because a lot of people have turkey for Christmas, too. Uh, I can eat turkey year round. I love turkey and mashed potatoes and, and all the fixings. But turkey leftovers is going to be a whole nother three segments because oh, that's the best part of it. And that, and that the, OK, white bread, mayonnaise, lettuce, turkey. That's it. Turkey tetrazzini, turkey pot pie, salt. Turkey. Oh my! I mean, there's so many ways we can. That's that's December though. We got to get through November, Dave. Let's get through November. <laughs> what, what did you say, T Bone? You got salt that. Oh yeah, turkey. you got to put some salt and, on it. Yeah, and a nice little layer of cranberry. See, I'm not a cranberry guy, but next I get that. To the mayo now, pickle, pi- black pepper, pickle on the side. There you go, pickle on the side. Yeah. Oh gosh! No. Miracle Whip. Okay, so let's talk about making the turkey. We're we're already past we're we're, we're past eating the the, the turkey. What, what what do you want to give out for some All right, suggestions? So, so without giving gonna, away any secrets, we're going to cover <laughs> no, we're going to no. cover several <laughs> options for turkey over the next couple of shows. So I think where we're going to start right away is kind of the best way to cook 
the bird. Okay. And so let's just talk about a turkey. So a turkey has white meat, your mm-hmm. breasts, and dark meat, mm-hmm. your thighs and legs, mm-hmm. which cook differently. Okay, if you just, hold it. I know this one. The dark meat cooks, cooks quicker. Uh, yes. <laughs> not, not exactly quicker, but the dark meat needs to cook to a hotter temperature so you oh, want really? you want it to cook a little quicker okay you want it to cook quicker every once every four shows I know something I thought I knew this one but I obviously kind of missed it on well that but one. that's fine you just gave me a softball to, to tell you well Dave here's how that's gonna cook quicker. <laughs> okay okay so what we do is because of the of the shape of that bird and if you think about you know your butterball coming mm-hmm. right out of the package everything's kind of compacted together so your big, thick breasts and your thighs and legs are all together. If you want your dark meat to cook a little bit more because it's fattier and has a different texture than the white meat, right? you actually need to kind of break that down so that they can have the full exposure to that heat so that it'll cook a little faster so that it gets done at the same time your breast meat is done. Because usually what happens is you either get a really juicy breast and tough dark meat or you get this supple, silky dark meat that's cooked perfectly and your breast meat is dry. Okay, so that that brings me to a dumb question. Is it better to separate the dark meat and the white meat and then just cook them separately because of those components? You can cook them separately, and and I'll, we'll talk about. But some I mean, nobody recipes does, do they? That. Unless maybe you're you're top of the line barbecue like yourself. So I like to spatchcock the bird, Dave. Okay. So we cut the backbone out mm-hmm. so that we can then lay it out flat onto the cookie sheet or onto the, the grill rack. Right. And then those legs and, and thighs get as much surface area as the breast meat and they'll cook a little faster so that they are a higher temp when the breast meat's done. And then everything ends up being perfect. And what's, that, the, what's the biggest turkey you've ever, how, how many pounds do you remember? 24 pounds. Oh my gosh. And it was a beast. Did you, I, so did you feed a school or something with that? <laughs> I, I almost did. I think. I think all. The, I think both kids had friends over. We had friends over. Uh huh. I mean, twenty four pounds. Did you have like a little two wheeler to wheel it in to take it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we brought it in on a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, how spatchcocking it? How does that affect your presentation coming to the table? Do you do you what do you do with that? So what I'll typically do, and so you're not going to get that Norman Rockwell turkey if you spatchcock at the table. But what you can do is you can put half of the bird on the plate, and then I slice the rest of it and put it right around it and make a sliced breast and kind of sliced dark meat presentation. And then I have the legs right there because there's usually somebody that wants a leg, right? They want to tackle the... The caveman leg. Right. But here's what's interesting about that big 24-pound bird, 25-pound mm-hmm. bird. I would rather cook two 12-pounders. They cook more evenly. Oh, I would they think got it would be much, I think it would be much easier. Yeah, it's don't go for the big bird. Cook two 12-pounders. And honestly, you know, T-Bone, the best way to get that gorgeous presentation is to do the two smaller birds and have one be your presentation and one that you're going to slice and have on the platter. Now, here, here's the thing that I find uh, amusing about you, Andy, right now, is that when, when you know, you having done competition for so many years and you're serving to them, you're still into, you're still into presentation, aren't you? Everybody eats with their eyes first. <laughs> I love it. And, and your home critics are your worst critics, right? Like, mm. if you set something down at the table and it looks burnt, you're, I mean, you've already lost the battle. They're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, that was all right. 
if it, it looks beautiful when you set it on the on the table, everybody wants to eat it. You get the oohs and ahs. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had your kids at any point look at the look at the food and then look up at you and go, "Really, you do competition?" Has that ever happened? <laughs> oh, they're they're typically worse than that. <laughs> they they have no holds barred. They're they're like, "Do you need us to do that for you, Dad?" Like you you know, we could we could have shown you how to do that right. Okay, so you separate it out like that. Let, let's talk about uh, heat and time. How how much heat and how long? So you're going to cook typically to a temperature. So that breast meat you want to have around 155. Okay. And you want your legs and thighs to be 165. You'd even go 170. And so when they hit those temperatures, that's when you want to pull that off. And I usually cook around 300 degrees so that I just get a nice rolling smoke uh, and kind Mm -hmm. of a roasting temp. You don't have to go crazy hot and you don't have to go low and slow. Poultry will take the smoke on. So just 300 degrees. A uh, couple hours, and you're usually right in that window. When you're doing uh, turkey breasts and and you're smoking it, how how deep does the smoke get? Like when you're eating, how fl- how much flavor can you eat of the smoke? Does it go all the way through, or or does You'll it kind of stop? Usually, a good inch. Good you inch? can see a, an inch smoke ring typically. Right. Oh man, that that that's that's the way to go. Uh, I, I, what, what are we talking about next week as far as turkeys go? What, have you thought ahead? So you mentioned breasts. We're going to talk about doing a turkey roulade next week. And we may even get into frying as an option. Oh, yes. Yes. Every man's uh, danger zone is to do the frying. We'll talk about how to do it safe. Yeah, watch watch the video before you do it, <laughs> and then that'll make you go, okay, well, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to be very, very careful. Uh, and, and Andy can give you some pointers on that. So uh, we want to thank again Brad Leininger for being on the show. Uh, his team getting basted number one in the Kansas City Barbecue Society competition. Just killing it. Gettingbasted.com is his website, and you want to go check that out also the bbqleague.com and for a hundred dollars you can learn so much about barbecue and it's really really good stuff and of course our november barbecue sauce of the month in honor of our veterans bravo bravo q kc smoke barbecue sauce 100 of the proceeds go to the veterans community project thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week on barbecue radio nation and happy barbecuing love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667